0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Jesus tells us, uh, gives us two images, symbols of what he wants us as Christians to be in the world, salt of the earth and light of the world. When we hear that from Jesus, we probably perhaps even don't even reflect too much on it. It sounds like a very churchy thing for Jesus to say, right? We've heard it a, a thousand times before. Be salt of the earth, light of the world. I'd like to pause a little bit on what it means to be salt of the earth, because there's there's a lot more to it than perhaps we're commonly used to thinking. If In fact, if you think of salt and light, they're not really things that Are important in themselves, but for what they do for others. We don't we use salt to season food. We use salt for a lot of other things, but we don't really need it for itself. Light exists not, we don't need light for light's sake, but we need to be able to see. So these two uh, images, salt and light, Perhaps if we kind of peel back biblically what they mean, we could learn something very important for a Christian in the world today. Now, salt in the time of Jesus was used for a lot of things that we probably don't think about today. So, biblically or in antiquity, salt was a symbol of something that endures. Salt doesn't actually lose its flavor other foodstuffs will certainly lose their flavor but salt lasts so it's a symbol of something that's everlasting salt also helps to preserve things from going bad we don't have to worry about this so much today but not in the uh, not in the what would you say not too long ago If you didn't have salt to cure the meat and the different food you had, it would go bad quickly. So salt kept things from going bad. In the time of Jesus, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but from what I understand of the word salary that we have today, you earn a salary. It comes from salario. A lot of the Roman soldiers would be paid in salt so they would be earning their salt. It was something, today we have it all over the place, right? You can, you know, you go to McDonald's and it's packets for free, right? No one really cares about salt, but back in the day it was expensive. You couldn't just get it anywhere and you needed it for a lot of things. So it was a valuable thing. And it would also be something if you had a guest come over, you would make sure there was salt at the meal. It would be a sign of honor and respect. Well, salt also has some very deep biblical connotations. Probably you've not heard this. You've heard it read before, but uh, if we go to 2 Chronicles, the Lord God of Israel gave the kingship of Israel to David by a covenant of salt. You're probably thinking, what is a covenant of salt? In Leviticus, there is also a passage about salt. And it says, all of your offerings, so this is referring to things you bring to the temple, grain offerings, uh, offerings of animals, all had to be offered with salt. Now, God is able to make his rules and preferences because he's God. I don't know why he wanted salt on all the offerings, but he did. And so for a Jewish person, if you brought something to the altar in the temple, to offer to God in a sacrifice, the word sacrifice, sacrificere, which means to make something holy, it needed to have salt. So symbolically for the Jewish people, salt was something that made something holy. Okay, it's a lot more than you ever wanted to know about salt, <laughs> but all of that means something when Jesus says for us today to be salt of the earth. He's not just saying, be nice people who give color to the world and flavor to food. That's way too happy clappy, all right? There's something more here. To be salt of the earth means to help make the world holy, it means to be the means by which God's grace in the world endures. And it also means to be that which helps the world not go bad. There's another biblical image. This isn't just in the Bible, but in antiquity, an invading army might sprinkle salt all over the earth in the fields so that nothing could be grown in those fields. It would destroy the earth. It would keep things from growing. If you threw salt in dough, it would stop the dough from rising. Well, Jesus uses this sort of in a negative sense. Remember what he said, be careful of the leaven, the yeast of the Pharisees. And he also talked about some sowing weeds, and weeds would grow up in God's vineyard. Okay, so on top of all the other imagery, Christians are to be in the world those who stop evil from happening. All right, what does that mean for us today? Well, I'm going to say something maybe a little politically incorrect, I don't know, and I'll say it anyway. It's a great way to get everyone's attention, you know. (laughs) If we think of the 20th century, we're in the 21st, so the 20th century. Some of the greatest evil in the world happened in the First World War and the Second World War. And where did those wars begin? Right in the heart of Europe, right in the heart of Christianity, among Christian peoples, that evil spread. Yes, it was Hitler. Yes, it was the Nazi Party. But in the end, it came and sprang up right among Christians, and many Christians were a part of it. Those Christians were not being salt of the earth to keep evil from spreading. It's easy to look to the 20th century and say, well, yeah, that was back then, and here's where I'll say something politically maybe uncomfortable. Today, in the 21st century, we Christians also have to be salt of the earth. There's a lot of evil all around us in a culture of death that says life isn't worth living. If you don't wanna take care of your grandparents or your parents, just put them in a nursing home out of sight there's euthanasia. If you don't want to welcome a child, there's ways to get rid of a child. If you don't want to live in a sense, respecting God's law and the love of God for life, you don't have to. Well, that's happening all around us. And so while it's not that politically incorrect to say, it's an invitation. We are not always being the salt of the earth and that's perhaps why we need to look at this a little more deeply it's too easy to say jesus says be salt of the earth and light of the world let's make the world a better place and go on with our life as usual but what we do today worshiping god should continue not just through the weekend but on monday morning we're called to be something great jesus says be a city on a hill right to shine with God's love and God's light so that this world will become each and every day a better place. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.